Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus, save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired Mackenzie Bezos and the Pitfalls of Tech Philanthropy by Louise Matsakis. Nearly two months after her divorce from Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos was finalized, Mackenzie Bezos has made a plan to be far more generous than she and her former husband were as a couple. When the pair split, she became one of the richest women in the world, with a fortune estimated to be worth more than $36 billion. Now she wants to start giving it away. I have a disproportionate amount of money to share. Mackenzie, a novelist, wrote bluntly in an otherwise literary letter announcing her decision to join the Giving Pledge Tuesday. My approach to philanthropy will continue to be thoughtful. It will take time and effort and care, but I don't wait, and I will keep at it until the safe is empty. Since it was founded by notable rich people Bill Gates, Melinda Gates, and Warren Buffett in 2010, the Giving Pledge has attracted over 200 wealthy individuals from around the world who publicly commit to donate at least half of their money, either during their lifetimes or in their wills. While signaling you're about to disperse at least $18 billion is notable under any circumstances, Mackenzie's announcement attracted particular attention in part because the Bezos fortune has been tightly held so far. Jeff, literally the richest person in the world, has committed far less to philanthropic efforts. Last year he announced he would spend just $2 billion of his $150 billion fortune on charity. But even Jeff was willing to congratulate Mackenzie on her decision Tuesday. Mackenzie is going to be amazing and thoughtful and effective at philanthropy, and I'm proud of her, he wrote on Twitter. Pay taxes, Jeff, someone else replied. Amazon paid no federal income taxes in 2018, in part as a result of Republican tax cuts passed the year before. That exchange neatly sums up the debate over the role of philanthropy in the U.S. today. In 1889, steel magnate Andrew Carnegie, perhaps the richest man in history, wrote a pamphlet called the Gospel of Wealth, 
in which he advocated for the wealthy to spend their lives donating to public institutions like libraries and universities. Carnegie called the practice the true antidote for the temporary unequal distribution of wealth, the reconciliation of the rich and the poor, a reign of harmony. The only problem is, it hasn't worked. Inequality in the United States is likely worse than it was during Carnegie's era, despite the fact that the number of registered nonprofits in the United States has ballooned. Meanwhile, the technology sector has made a small group of founders, early employees, and investors incredibly wealthy. Some of them have begun rebranding as philanthropists, like WhatsApp co-founder Brian Acton, Pinterest co-founder Paul Sierra, and Brian Armstrong, CEO of cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase, who all signed the Giving Pledge in the past year as well. But critics of the Giving Pledge and similar initiatives say they amount to little more than PR plays. If Mackenzie and her fellow elites spend their fortunes slower than they anticipate, there won't be any repercussions. They aren't under any legal obligation to meet the requirements of the Giving Pledge, which its website describes as a moral agreement. It's difficult to track whether every billionaire who signs adheres to the pledge, and several may not have done so, according to a Bloomberg report from 2015. More broadly, charitable efforts carried out by one person don't fix the systemic issues of inequality they have benefited from. The richest and most powerful people in the world are unwittingly fighting on both sides of a war. Anand Girid Haradas, author of Winner Takes All and a prominent critic of charity efforts in the tech sector, said at a Wired conference last year, causing by daylight problems that they simply will never be able to undo by philanthropic moonlight. Rich people often channel their money into pet causes rather than direct aid to people in material need. Groups financed by members of the Coach family, who made billions in the oil and gas industry, have helped kill public transportation initiatives across the country. North Carolina multimillionaire Art Pope has used his wealth to fund organizations that went on to advocate for voter suppression laws. Some of this wealth has flowed to liberal issues too, notes David Callahan in his book, The Givers, Wealth, Power, and Philanthropy in a New Gilded Age. He points to Tim Gill, for instance, a software engineer who sold his company and later donated hundreds of millions to LGBTQ causes. But even when the rich donate to admirable efforts, the money doesn't always have its intended effect. When Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg donated a whopping $100 million to schools in Newark, New Jersey, returns on that investment were mixed. Student achievement levels increased somewhat in English, but not in math. As chronicled in Dale Rusakoff's 2015 book, The Prize, Who's in Charge of America's Schools? Teachers, parents, and students were often left out of the decision-making process over what should be done with the money. Some of the initial cash was spent on consultants who were paid up to $1,000 a day. Of course, it's almost certainly better for billionaires to give away their fortunes than hoard them, especially when the funds go to support basic needs like food and health care. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, for example, says it has committed almost $3 billion in grants to combat malaria, a disease that affects over 200 million people around the world each year. Since 2010, the World Health Organization estimates malaria mortality rates have fallen 29% thanks to prevention and control measures. Meanwhile, Bill Gates continues accumulating wealth. In the meantime, backlash against inequality continues to grow. A recent poll found 76% of registered U.S. voters believe the wealthiest should pay more in taxes. Presidential candidates like Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders 
have proposed increasing taxes on the rich, positing that forcing the 1% to pay their fair share would be a true antidote to inequality, rather than charity. For now, Mackenzie Bezos hasn't revealed many specifics about how she plans to distribute her fortune. In 2014, she started an organization that advocates against bullying, and it's possible some of the money could go to similar efforts. No matter what, in giving away her money, Mackenzie will be exercising enormous power that few people in the world can match. Have a tip about Amazon? Contact the author at louise underscore matsakis at wired.com or via signal at 347-966-3806. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.